Hey everybody, it's Colton Stombaugh again with the Inspire Podcast. We're providing you B2B and technical products insights, covering everything from sales, marketing, management, all the way to leadership. Really excited to be launching our new series, the Executive Series, where we're going to be sitting down with high-level executives across all kinds of technical product sectors. In this one, we're going to be talking to Dean Douglas, who's a partner at Cache Creek Industries, uh, also has a lot of really interesting career stops in presidential and CEO roles, such as Dover Corporation. So what we're going to be doing, just a little bit different here, uh, we're going to be breaking some really dense, high-level conversations into little five to ten minute segments for you, covering everything from leadership to culture building to how those two things really help a company grow and succeed. So in this first one, we're kind of going to be setting the stage with Dean. He's going to be talking about all kinds of really interesting stuff, talking about teamwork, kind of being the foundation of trust in an organization, and how it can really break down those barriers to growth, uh, especially as, like Mike Tyson famously once said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Well, Dean's going to kind of set the stage for how a company can make sure that it's operating and running it kind of its maximum potential in those we got punched in the face moments. So with that said, here's that first five to ten minute sprint, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you a couple times a week through this one. We'll be dropping content pretty regularly, so make sure you follow, subscribe, set your notifications, whatever makes sense for the platform that uh, is yours of choice. And with no further ado, here's Dean. I appreciate the opportunity. It's uh, the topic should be fascinating. Mm -hmm. Also joined by Walter Bonet. Walter, how you doing? My yourself real quickly. Yeah, uh, doing fantastic. Currently the general manager and executive vice president of strategy for Dean Houston. Been involved in the, in the industrial B two B space for over twenty years. And like you said, Colton, uh, this is going to be a great one. I look forward to the conversation. And last but certainly not least, joined by Dale Dean. How you doing, Dale? Hey, I'm doing good, Colton. Thank you. It's uh, always a pleasure to to have the opportunity to talk to Dean Douglas and and Walter Bonet is always uh, you know fun to to engage <laughs> with. Here, you know, so yes, uh, yeah. I try. So I'm I looking try. forward to the conversation. As a matter of fact, what I what I wonder is like who's gonna who's gonna get the last word in here because I think you got a pretty robust conversation, you know, like stimulated group here, you know. So uh, yeah, I think well, it's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah, it is funny though, but I, I know that um, I, as, as I named our children later on, I was always constant, you know, uh, cognizant of the fact that as I go through college, my name was always being inverted. You know, Douglas Dean, Dean Douglas, and, and then I meet you and it's, uh, you know, two last names, two first names as well. So. <laughs> well, you know, I was asking them, Dean, like, how are they going to do this? Are they going to say, hey, hey, Dale, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Dean? So it's like, you know, it might be uh, <laughs> kind of confusing here, you know, but. Uh, yeah, Dean, I have a grandson of the same name. So it's always, uh, it goes by little Dean. So it's, it's in our. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I will be honest, there is a reason that we had Walt introduce himself in between the two of you. Uh, very good, yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you what, that, I'd say that 50% of the time, Dean, that's what people refer to me as, is Dean. So I, I go by both names. Yeah, and I can only imagine what the other 50% is, but anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's a good point. And we're not going to talk about that right now. I don't know that you'd be able to air this, Colton. So. Yeah, we, as I say, we try to keep this podcast uh, business appropriate. So <laughs> there you go. That, uh, that said, I mean, we've, we've got three leaders, you know, in the technical products and B2B space. And with that, we got some really big questions, right? You know, talking about the idea of core beliefs, value, and culture, which is probably even more salient right now, right? You look at the, the economic conditions and, and there's a lot of signs for positivity. In, in some sectors, it's still rough times. So mm. kind of got this confluence of a lot happening out there, you know, a lot of change happening. And that's when you really start to think about those really important, you know, aspects of, of operations that really help guide an organization. So, you know, again, thinking about core beliefs and values and, and ultimately the culture they create, maybe anchored in, in the challenges and opportunities that we're seeing today, why are they so important and how do they make such an impact? Dean, maybe if you want to get us started. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, look, we're, a, we're an LA-based private equity group that predominantly has invested the bulk of our portfolio assets are in the aerospace and defense sector. So, but we, we're also very interested in the industrial growth sector and, and other types of investments. And, you know, we, when we look at, when we look at opportunities with deals, you know, we look at five areas that we think we're really good at. And, and we look at what, what's the content of the acquisition and how they, how they are relative to these. These are, these are value creation streams that we think we're good at, but we also use it as an assessment tool to look at, at companies. And one of the things that we look at is, look, when you're as an individual or as a company, you know, heading into a crisis is not the time to determine, you know, what kind of company you want to be or what kind of person you want to be. That, you know, if you have those well-grounded beliefs and well-grounded foundations of, you know, conduct, you know, you'll weather it much better than those that are doing it on the fly. So we, we place a lot of value in, in well, and you know, thinking these things through. So from our perspective, the five areas that we really focus on, you know, one is clearly culture. You know, that to us, it's really important. We think a, a well-defined, a, a well-grounded, you know, open, transparent, team-oriented, accountable culture creates and drives value. We think a dysfunctional culture destroys value. So we, we place a lot of energy, not only in understanding the culture of the, you know, potential acquired entity. And this, we looked at this when I was at Dover and every place I've been, we placed a lot of value. Does it align with us? And, and if, if it doesn't, what are the things we have to do, you know, to create that alignment? And, uh, and we just place a lot of importance on that. It's really important from the leadership standpoint and, and the leadership team that we're closely aligned we, and from a cultural standpoint, how we treat people, how we treat customers. You know, from a standpoint, we focus a tremendous amount on teamwork. I, I've always talked about teamwork as being, hey, look, you know, you deliver on your promises, you look out for one another, and you don't wash dirty laundry outside the family. You do those things, you create a foundation of trust, and that trust is huge in establishing, you know, a, a kind of culture that drives value. The, the other thing we, we spent a lot of time on is strategy. And I know that we've turned to you guys on occasion to help with this. But look, 
we always use kind of or think about, you know, the uh, Mike Tyson analogy. You know, everybody's got a plan to get punched in the face. Well, hey, look, you know, um, if you have a well thought out, well grounded, well understood, articulated strategy with defined growth lanes, then when you run into obstacles, and you're going to run into them, whether it's from the market, whether it's self-inflicted, global pandemic, you know, whatever the issue is, that if you have those, that you will flourish during the good times and you will hold your own during the bad times. So we spent a lot of time getting everybody on the same page from that standpoint. Third is, is just talent development. You simply can't have enough talent around you. It's the ability to retain it, you know, grow it, and, and invest in it, and recruit it. So we, we spent a lot of time on, on that aspect of it. Fourth is, um, look, some people call it execution. Some people may call it operational rigor. We call it just removing all barriers to growth. You know, so whether it's the supply chain, whether it's channel to market, you know, whether it's product development, you know, whether it's globalization, these are all aspects that we place a lot of focus on, our ability to add value to that and to understand where the company is from that perspective. And, and the last is, you know, look, um, I always, you know, especially in private equity, you hear a lot of people looking at try to squeeze, you know, the last uh, drop of juice out of the lemon. We, we look at it, look, it's, it's easy to take costs out. The challenge is your ability to grow it and grow it productively and efficiently. And so we, we place a lot of emphasis on inorganic, organic, you know, and also, you know, continue to do product development for growth. So from our perspective, that's why we place so much value on that. And that's why we talk about culture being first. Yeah. Yep, I would agree with that wholeheartedly.